Well, hello and welcome to episode number 79 of Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at All Fire. At All Fire, we specialize in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through understanding how your team members communicate and interact. On today's podcast, we're going to be doing a, an introduction to the use of virtual teams in complex projects. So this is the sort of the precursor to what will be a series of several further podcasts getting into a bit more detail of complex projects and also of how virtual teams fit in that space. So as with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying article on the on the Old Fire website. So please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, sign up for our new regular newsletter and find out a bit more about how we may be able to help you with your business. Complex projects is a term, oh, I think back now, maybe 10 years, and you would almost never, ever have heard it used in any context, really, certainly not in the in the sectors in the industry that I've worked in. It was, uh, no one really referred to projects as complex projects were just projects. You did them, you got on with things, and away you went. Projects at that time, large projects may be a maybe would have been so this is in the resources sector would have been in the hundreds of millions of dollars occasionally you would see one in the billions of dollars projects often were seen as hard but not that often would you hear anybody refer to a project as complex now it seems virtually everybody you speak to will describe their project as a complex project and it seems as though it's it's almost as though every single project that you ever hear about and almost every other thing as well seems to be complex so I thought it would be an opportunity over the next few weeks um, and the next few articles and the next few podcasts to try and get into a little bit of detail about what a complex project is and primarily where virtual teams sit in that space. Now it's entirely probable, of course, that the emergence of virtual teams and the growth in size of teams and the size of projects the sharing of work around the world and all, a lot of those other things that have gone with changes in uh, in that project space may be the things that have contributed to projects becoming more complex. So it could be a self-fulfilling sort of a thing where whereas jobs have got bigger and they've got more diverse and they've got more distributed, they've also become what we now consider as complex. But I would also argue that once a term like that starts to emerge, I think a lot of people think, oh, I want to be on one of those. I want my project to be complex. And as you always find, when you get new people joining any kind of an industry or any kind of a sector, the first things that they see appear to be really hard. So for someone who's never been involved in any kind of a project, being faced with building a house would seem to be complex because they've never done it before, they don't know what's involved, they don't know where the risks are, they don't know where the opportunities are. But you speak to someone who's built a house already or built a couple of houses or who comes from a space where they build bigger things and typically those people would not consider building a house as a complex project. 
And then as you scale up from there, you build, you go from building a house to building a street to building a suburb. And they really, they're just bigger pieces of the same thing. It's still lots of projects, but they are project projects rather than complex projects. They may be complicated, but I would even argue that that is questionable. They certainly would not be complex. Um, similarly, there's been an, an, uh, a, a trend to say, well, it's large, therefore it must be complex. Um, so you'll you'll maybe find government infrastructure project, let's say they're going to build um, several hundred miles or kilometres of road or rail track or something like that, and you'll hear that referred to as complex, where in reality it's just a very big project. It's not a complex project. It's It may be a complicated project, certainly not a simple project when it gets up to that scale, but definitely not complex. Um, but at the other end you can find a project which is relatively small. It might be $100,000 or a couple of $100,000 worth of IT work, for instance, where there are enormous amounts of interaction with all sorts of different participants, lots and lots of stakeholders involved, and consequently that project may be far, far, far more complex it may actually tick a lot of the boxes that are, that would define a project as being complex, where even though it's very small, it's complex while a larger project isn't. So don't necessarily assume that just because a job is large that it's complex. Look for the degrees of interaction. And these are the things we'll talk about in the next few weeks. But look for the degrees of interaction and that internal interactive complexity both at the task level at the contract level at the team level at the personal level at the relationships with government relationships with all sorts of other stakeholders so look for those sorts of things rather than look for size as a standalone because something just because it's big is not necessarily complex so essentially what i'm saying here is that uh, that complexity much like beauty really is in the eyes of the beholder so what you may you or i may think of as complex other people may not similarly what other people think of as complex you and i may not so don't assume that just because someone says oh this job is complex this project is complex that it that it actually meets the criteria to be defined as a complex project so there's 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 certainly that size thing that's in there so then the next question and the sort of the theme and sticking with the virtual teams aspect to this whole podcast and um, and website and business where do virtual teams fit in to tap to project complexity if you go back 10 or 15 years, so back to where I started talking at the beginning of this podcast, the the uh, the use of virtual teams, the use of distributed teams to deliver work was fairly uncommon. 15 years ago, it was a very unusual project where you would have a virtual team, where you would have people, particularly an international virtual team. You may have had subcontractors based in other locations working on your project, but technically they were not part of your project team. They were a supplier of services or a supplier of goods or material to your project, but they were not part of your team. So as time has moved on, as technology has become more of an enabler and as people have become more confident in doing it, we've started to see the growth in the use of virtual teams. And simply adding that virtual team to the way your project is delivered makes it 
certainly more complicated from an execution perspective. You've got far more interfaces, you've got far more risk associated with the job, risks where you can't actually see what's happening, therefore you just don't know how successful or unsuccessful the work is going to be as it gets progressed, um, and all sorts of other factors that sit with that that, that that have made work more complex, they've made the delivery of the work more complex. So while to a casual outside observer a lot of this work might seem the same you're essentially doing the same work you're still designing and building whatever it is that your project is there for the way that you're and you're using the same skills as well of course these skills are the same skills as you would have if the work was all done in one place however those skills are located in other locations you're then dealing with people who see the world differently and who see the world differently at fundamental levels. So you're not just dealing with lots of people with the same technical skills who grew up in the same sort of location and have more or less the same perspective on the world. You're suddenly dealing with people who grew up in different locations. They have different cultural expectations. They have different societal, different corporate politics, different politics of itself. Um, Many, many other issues as well that come with this that all add and all compound to move a project from being, let's say, from being a simple to a complicated or from a complicated to a complex or in an extreme case to move a project from com- from simple to complex in one hop and skip over the complicated bit in the middle. So the, the, the continuum moved further toward complex when we started to add in virtual teams. And virtual teams are really part and parcel of one of the main reasons why I believe a lot of modern projects have become complex because we have all these other variables in there that are hard to measure. They're not variables like your traditional time, cost and schedule. You can't go out on onto whichever it, whatever it is that you're building with a tape measure or a, or a truck or whatever and actually measure how how virtual your team is. You can't measure a lot of those things. So it's as it becomes less easy to measure, it becomes harder and harder to define where that complexity stops and starts. So over the next few weeks, uh, or the next few podcasts, the next few articles, I'll get into some more specific areas in terms of in terms of where virtual teams really do sit in that complex project space, um, and uh, very much look forward to filling those gaps as we move along. Um, if you've got any thoughts, if you've got any input that you'd like, anything you'd like some feedback on or anything you'd like to con- be considered in any of these next sort of wave of uh, articles and podcasts, then please do get in touch. Uh, best way to do that is through the Ulfire website, which is www.ulfire.com.au. And of course, uh, yeah, drop us a line through there and we'll see what we can do. Um, we, of course, would love for you to subscribe to the podcast itself. And uh, this page is on the website where you can do that. And of course, there's iTunes. And uh, while you're on iTunes, if you've enjoyed the podcast, if you've got something from it, then please do leave a review while you're there. Reviews help greatly in terms of rankings and uh, just in terms of understanding what um, what people are getting from this podcast, if anything. And uh, on that, I will leave you now, and I very much look forward to speaking to you in future episodes. Thank you. Thank you.